Hello, my name is Meg. Welcome to the Unedited Podcast Christmas Edition. Thank you so much for joining me today. The goal of this podcast is to help you both develop and enjoy the habit of daily Bible reading and prayer. About 20 years ago, at a very low spot in my life, I was convicted to begin this simple discipline, and I looked up years down the road to see how God had used this habit to heal deep places in my heart and do incredible things in my life. So over the years, it's really become my greatest passion to help others get to know Jesus through His Word and through His presence. Through this podcast, I'm hoping to help you see the Word of God with fresh eyes, to learn to slow down with your Bible, and ultimately to fall in love with your Bible. So thank you so much for joining me today. I'm so glad to have you here. A very Merry Christmas to everybody who is listening. For the month of December, the podcast episodes are going to be even a little bit more simple than normal. I'm mainly going to just be sharing an unedited journal entry straight off the pages of my journals. Please note that I am going to be announcing the winner of the Favorite Things giveaway sometime this coming weekend, which is the weekend of December 11th, twenty. 21. So if you haven't had a chance to enter that yet, you still have a few hours to do so. You can visit megunedited.com for details. Today I am going to share a little unedited journal entry, which was a thought that was birthed quite a few years ago when I was on my way to a coffee shop to address Christmas cards. I know the exact spot where I was on the road driving And God often speaks in our thoughts. And one thing I want to mention, it's very important to examine our thoughts. Years and years and years and years and years ago, probably 15 years ago, maybe even longer, I read a book called Having a Merry Heart in a Martha World. And in that book, Joanna Weaver talked about slowing down with your mind and examining every thought that came into your head And if it was not a thought that was consistent with the word of God, marching it out the other side. And at that time in my life, I struggled immensely with insecurity, with jealousy, with really just a list of things that were so severe. Sometimes they were debilitating. And I remember very intentionally slowing down with my thoughts and requiring myself to examine each thought and say, is this thought from God? Is this thought from my flesh? Is this thought from the enemy? And if those thoughts were not from God, I would just march them out the other side, not beat myself up, but again, just not dwell on it and refuse to harbor it. And so that really became a huge part of God renewing my mind and of God, again, just teaching me what to allow to stay in my brain space. Um, 2 Corinthians 10.5 says, Casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. And during that season of really retraining my brain, I remember visualizing myself putting thoughts under the feet of Jesus. And I would... Say, God, this thought is not from you. I'm bringing this thought to you. 
and I'm bringing it into captivity under obedience to you. And that was a huge, huge, huge piece of my own personal healing. And I would challenge you to do that. If you struggle with something, the list is so long of the struggles and the challenges we can have. But if you will just practice that, slow down with your brain, slow down with your thoughts and say, is this thought from God or is this thought from somewhere else? And if it's not from God, if it's not a wholesome, good thought, just march it out the other side. Philippians 4, 8 says, Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think on these things. We can pick our thoughts. And so in addition to that, I'll just tell you that a lot of the things I've written over the years have actually been written or birthed in conversations that I've had with people, or sometimes just as I have driven somewhere quietly by myself with Jesus, a little thought or a little idea, kind of a little seed will just be planted in my mind. And sometimes I ask God to develop it. And so not every thought turns out to be any great blessing in my life personally, But again, sometimes God is just speaking in the back of our minds. He has a still, small voice. And so, again, just examine your thoughts. And if a thought is from God, ask him to develop it, and he'll speak to you about it. And most importantly, ask him to line it up with Scripture or to tie it back to Scripture. At the end of the day, we always have to line our thoughts up with the Word of God. The Word of God is the ruler for truth. And so we don't want to have little inspirational thoughts that are erroneous or that are incongruent with the word of God. We want the things in our minds to match up with his word. And so today's unedited entry is called Envelopes. Again, this is just a little thought God gave me many years ago as I was driving in my car. And so here's today's unedited entry, Envelopes. Because my brain is random, it thinks of random things. Any of the good random thoughts I give God full credit for. There are definitely random thoughts that he would not want attributed to himself, working on those, bringing every thought under the authority of Christ, 2 Corinthians 10.5. The other day, as I was on the way to Collectivo to address Christmas cards, I began to think about envelopes. Yes, I do have random brain. As I thought, several things occurred to me. Number one, an envelope is never about the envelope, but about protecting what is inside and making sure the contents make it to the correct destination or recipient. Number two, no one ever sends an empty envelope and no one ever says thank you for the envelope. The envelope simply enveloped a payment or a word of love or encouragement or gratitude The envelope is always about the message inside. Merriam-Webster defines envelope as a flat, usually paper container, or something that envelops. And envelope is defined as to enclose or enfold completely with a covering. As random thoughts go in my brain, one thing led to another. I actually asked the Lord to speak to me about envelopes to develop those thoughts. I am in turn reminded of the words veiled and robed. And then the lyrics of Hark the Herald Angels Sing. 
Veiled in flesh, the Godhead see. Hail, incarnate deity. Over 2,000 years ago, the very first Christmas card was sent. The God of all creation enveloped himself in the most unlikely and fragile envelope. The tiny frame of a human baby. That little body was an envelope for all the grace, grandeur, and glory of God. The frail, wrinkly, beautiful form that Mary swaddled and laid in the manger was simply an envelope for salvation itself. Inside that envelope was love incarnate, love divine. Wrapped, enveloped in that miraculous form was the greatest message of love the world would ever know. The words of the message in the envelope would reverberate backward and forward throughout all history. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. He was love and salvation enveloped in frail flesh. That little envelope was sent into the world that the world through him might be saved. He was manifest in the flesh and manifest means to make visible that which has been hidden or unknown. All the mystery of God became tangible as incarnate deity was veiled in flesh, enveloped in a baby. He took a human form to identify with us, to know personally the plight and weakness of humanity. He took upon him the form of a servant and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. Oops, I missed part. He was made in the likeness of men and being found in fashion as a man. He became like us and started in the same envelope that we all start in. He knows intimately the weights and sorrows the human heart endures. As Isaiah 53 says, he was acquainted with grief. And like all envelopes, he had to be opened for the message inside to be received. There came a day when the baby in the manger became the savior on the cross, his body broken, his side pierced, so the message of salvation could resound throughout all history for all humanity. It wasn't about the envelope, but about the message inside. Salvation, hope, and healing were all housed inside that body. The finite frame enveloped infinite deity. Then that mortal flesh became immortal as it won final victory over death and Jesus rose from the grave and one day we shall see him as he is. The intangible God of the Old Testament became tangible, touchable, reachable in the envelope of Jesus. I too am called to be an envelope. This life is not about me, but about housing and delivering a message to a hurting world. I love the progression in Philippians 2, 4 through 7. It says, look not every man on his own things, but also on the things of others. Let this mind be in you, which also was in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation and took upon him the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of men. The whole entire purpose of my life 
My being is to be an envelope for the love of God and the message of salvation. I must look on the things of others and serve. I must follow the example of the God of all creation. I must live full of his love so the message will always be available to share. Undoubtedly, I will be broken in the process, but that is okay. Broken is required for the message to be received. And in the end, I will know it was never about the envelope. Envelopes are disposable. Again, that was just a little unedited thought about envelopes. Again, just a reminder to examine your thoughts. God will speak to you in your thoughts. Be still before him and he'll speak to you. And as you examine your thoughts, meditate on the good, pure, lovely thoughts, the thoughts that line up with his word and march the other ones out. I hope you are having a Christmas season full of joy and beauty and hope. Jesus wants to bring those things into your life. Thank you so much for joining me for this journey. I look forward to meeting up with you again next Friday. If you have questions or if you want to download a typed or a handwritten transcript of today's show, you can visit MegUnedited.com. For now, go grab your journal and your Bible. I so look forward to the power of this habit in your life. This is unedited. This is for you. Happy Friday.